Last time on Disasters and Dragons, our heroes Lizzie the Warforged Barbarian, Dorne the Half-Orc Warlock, and Rosalind the Human Rogue, along with their new friend Appear the Kenku Paladin, awoke from a difficult long rest in the remnants of Fork Hope. The team, after dishing out some good old-fashioned emotional abuse to Dorne, discover and start traversing the stronghold of Yuwanti General Priest Nosk. After tripping a dart trap, the party finds demure Goliath fighter Velaine Skyspeaker, with whom Dorne is obviously smitten with. Velaine joins the party and leads them to an armory where the team promptly loots what they can and Dorn meets his patron face to face on another plane of existence. No big deal, happens all the time. The team then moves on to a chamber dedicated to the ritual dismemberment of slave races and is now on the receiving end of what could have been a much worse ambush at the odious hands of a group of trogs. Welcome back to Disasters and Dragons. We have a lot to get to today, but I'm going to go ahead and have my players start off our session by introducing themselves, the characters they play, and what 80s song best encapsulates their character's personality. And we're going to go ahead and start with Adrian. Clearly, it's Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Final answer. <laughs> and what character are you playing? I am the Warforged Barbarian. I guess that joke makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't go backwards in a story. <laughs> cool. I don't know. Have you ever met Quentin Tarantino? Uh, no, because he's a horrible garbage <laughs> monster of a human being, but that's fair. Yeah. I like him. I'm like the newest season of Westworld, which is also filled with robots. All right. Well, no spoilers. I didn't know they were robots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Trey. <laughs> oh, jeez. I feel like Dorn would be best 80s song. I imagine it would be a Smith song. <laughs> because it's like some, some, either that or The Cure. Something that's very just like emo and like. I would have said, is she really going out with him? I feel like that's Trent. I feel like that that's Dorn totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah either, trying, something like that. Yeah. Either something from The Smiths or The Cure, one of those two bands. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to write in your character description eyeliner? No. I, like, <laughs> I look just like Robert Smith. <laughs> now. <laughs> is one of his pouches like a TARDIS and inside is just like a bedroom and it's just covered in posters? Covered in posters. <laughs> it's covered in posters. There's like a huge stereo set in the corner. <laughs> he has like a... He has a like bed a, he can like throw himself down on. Oh yeah. He just can't handle it He anymore. has a bunch of yearbooks <laughs> right next to him. Yeah. <laughs> I won't stay sweet, Bob. That are really well worn, despite how much he says he doesn't care about what they think. <laughs> they're all losers, and they're going to see one day. Uh, Bridget. All now. <laughs> uh, we went deep on that last part, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Rosalind, the human rogue, and I guess 80s song? Jeez, oh, I, I don't know. Mm. I feel like she's more like a 90s song, more of like anything by the offspring. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. 
So, <laughs> last <laughs> we're all we just all agree. We're just like, yeah, no, makes I get sense. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I she guess hates so. everything and right. just sort of like wants to smoke a lot of pot. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I was gonna, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> gosh. Last time, I believe we left off with you guys getting jumped. So you are in yep. the midst of the Yuan Ti sacrificial chamber. So mm-hmm. we're gonna go ahead and start off with everybody rolling initiative. Hot right. damn! Yeah, just for yes. the record, my mom got jumped. Wait, there what once. do I do? It with my initiative, nineteen. All right, hold on. Don't call it a lot oh, of Sorry, no, sorry. Fine. I was just excited for once. <laughs> Not being at the For once in your boring ass campaign, the one, Dan. The one, the one person who can take damage always being last. All right. So <laughs> the bad guys rule. I'm coming, low. guys. So uh, twenty-five to twenty. Anyone? Twenty to nineteen. Nineteen. Tw- twenty to fifteen. But okay, so uh, twenty to nineteen. Yeah. Twenty to eighteen. Fifteen to ten. Yeah, thirteen. Eleven. All right, so <laughs> 13 for Rosalind. Valaine hit a 12. Dorn hit 11. And the bad guys rolled a 2. So, Woo-hoo. yep, it is Lizzie, then Rosalind, Valaine, Dorn, and... What you doing, Lizzie? The, the, the bad guys. <laughs> just eating some... Just yeah, drinking the, some oil. Yeah. <clears throat> As as uh, as the totally professional Adrian Miller just eats a whole loaf of bread before she has to talk on a podcast. I need my carbs to fight. Okay, cool. I need my carbs to roll big twenties. Okay? It's okay. I'm eating cheese, so that's why I've been rolling so bad. I've been just very yeah. low, been hypoglycemic. It's true. So it's just like eh. there so are reports. That so to kick up, so to kick off our uh, gross ASMR D and D session. Oh yeah. The uh, <laughs> The, four, the three of you and Valaine, so the four of you, have walked into this sacrificial chamber, and out of the corners, you've been jumped by what appears to be a total of three troglodytes, one of which seems to be a bit more cagey looking than the other two. Wait, cagey? Cagey? What do you mean? Can you act out cagey for us? Uh, I don't know what that means. Well, it, it, it is an audio podcast, but... I will narrate. Right, so... <laughs> hey, hey, he's sort of going back and forth, hey, hey, hey. like he's having a seizure. Yeah. Well, you know, saying, like a seizure. Like, <laughs> combined with Tourette's, so he's just saying, hey, 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 hey. All right, just imagine, okay, maybe this will work better. He looks like the troglodyte version of Nick Cage. In what movie? Face Off? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself a check for knowing what movie I was talking about, Trey. Face Off. Yeah, it's very important yes. to get your Nick Cage yeah. version correct. Yeah, my, the cageography. So. Yes. Lizzie, you are first. Yes. What would you like to do? I am going to go into rage. Battle, battle mode. mode. <laughs> Eyes glowing red with fire and fury if I had feelings. And <laughs> I will swing with, let's see. Wow, I have so many weapons now. So many weapons to choose from. Mm. Wait, am I next to them? You can be. There are three of them. Ooh, there are three. Are they clustered? I can't remember. Um, I would say that the cagey one is near the back, and his two minion ones are near the front. So basically, he's like the goalie, and they're the... The defense. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to kick the shins of the defenders. Jesus. Uh, uh, the first I'm sorry. Is... Sorry, I'm having soccer flashbacks. I'm going to take my great axe... Cool. And I will swing for the two shins of the two first people. All right. So as two minions. as your uh, anthropomorphic camera goes, 
Oh, yes, it's time to fight. Wait, what are you doing? Don't grab the axe. Oh, no. You pocket him and pull oh, that's out right. a, I have a, a special yeah. hammer. You pull oh. out the regular ass oh. axe. Oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, the hammer. I'm going to take the talking hammer. <laughs> I forgot. You forgot you had a talking hammer. You're like, oh, obviously I'm going to use that. He yeah. was quiet for so long. <laughs> I forgot. I, I have a lot of feelings I keep inside. You swap out for Mac. All right, go ahead. Yes. And, and, and are you reckless attacking or are you regular attacking? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Yeah, I will do reckless attack. All right, and are you using? Because you said you were hit. Oh, wait, hit. wait! I do have one. Don't I have one that's like two people, or did I? That's sweeping strike, I believe. All right, yeah. Called. I looked in my notes. Yes, I would like to sweeping attack reckless, using my sweeping reckless, reckless attack. But sweeping plus reckless attack. I have hit the button combo. Hopefully, yeah. correctly. We will find out. You hit the Atari code. I'm like, I think I hit A twice. I think I hit B twice. Start select. Up like down. That. Yeah. <laughs> that was an 18, and then I roll again, right? Yes. Also an 18. They both hit. Do I add my attack bonus? Yes. Okay, so 18 plus 5. So 23. Go ahead and give yourself a check. 23. Giving myself a check. What day is it today? I'm separating these by days so I can <coughs> remember all my glories of past. Like a little, a little my journal. Past glories. Yeah, yes. mother. Today I killed some bitches. Anyway, I shouldn't use the B word. Anyway, so it's because I hate myself. So, yeah, so this is English. Wow! <laughs> a lot has happened out. since the start of the combat, and so little of it has been combat itself. So I need to do a D10. Is it still the same? Yes, it's a D10. It's still the same. Plus your strength and rage, and it hits both of them correct for the sweeping? Uh, yes. Okay. Ooh, that was, do I roll twice or only once? Only once. Only once. Okay, that was a one plus that was minimum three. damage. I believe. Plus oh, plus strength. two, plus five, so it's five. Yes. So it is six. All right. So six. you pull out Mac, you initiate your battle mode. You step forward and you go low for the shins. You do manage to clip one in the knee and one in the ankle, but you don't hit the fullness of them and you manage to go back around and kind of square up, but you don't get as much of that as you maybe would have liked. Should have spent more time with Cobra Kai. <laughs> it is now uh, Rosalind's turn. Are there, is she by all three of them? Uh, she's by the first two. Oh, like between them? Yeah, she's basically between you guys and the, the third Cajun ones near the back. We're about to Red Rover. Sure. Red Rover, Red Rover, send Rosalind over Rosalind. <clears throat> Rosalind. Yeah, it Cobra. changes. <laughs> <laughs> it changes depending on how much you've drank. Well, it was Rosalind. Yeah. Well, I will pull out the hand crossbow and shoot the one that she hurt more. Uh, they were both hurt equally as much. Well, I will shoot the one that she hurt more. So I'll just say the first <laughs> one because I'm keeping track of these being number behind the screen. Okay. Nine plus six, 15. That does just hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. It's a d6 plus your dex. None of them are currently flanked, so you can't oh, sneak attack right. them. It's five damage. The one that you hit in the ankle is kind of <sighs> and just looks up at you and says something in your kind of you can't understand. As it does, your crossbow bolt just zips by and just pierces through part of its cheek. And it just like, <sighs> just it's full on the end of Fight Club where it like shoots through the cheek, basically. So I will also make sure I reload. Gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. It is now Valane's turn. And Valane will bound up past you guys, all like 
eight feet of her, pull out her very large great club that's also a horn, like, a, like an alpine horn. She's gonna swing one of them. She does hit. She basically squares up on it single-handedly and brings it down caveman style. It's very world star hip-hop beat down, kind of, if that makes any sense. Teeth flying. <laughs> yeah. World star. And then, yeah, and then Wild Star! Wild Star! George <laughs> screaming in the background, World Star! Wild Star! Wild Star! Yeah, no, she brings it down on his collarbone and it just flinders. Like it's like a like a twig. It is now Dorn's turn. Alrighty. Two are still standing? All three. All three? Okay. The first two are looking pretty rough, and the bag's looking still pretty hardy. Okay. I will also say, last time I described your staff as having a horse on the head. I didn't mean it to sound like it's a hobby horse. Although, if you want it to be, that's your jam. No. no. <laughs> Just a straight up. They're all like standing right there in front of it. Right there. There's two in the front, and the KG guy, Nick Cage, Chocolate is in the back. Between. And like uh, everyone's in front of me, right? Yes. I will. This is this is technically what you've been supposed to be doing yes. for so long. It's, it's strange. <laughs> this, one, this is what I'm like, okay, okay. I will. Look to the KG guy in the back. I'll look to the Nicholas KG one in the back and cast Eldritch Blast. Okay, go ahead and roll. Eldritch Blast. Oh, oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Six, or 11, I mean. That shockingly misses. Uh, just barely, actually. As. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do some dice maintenance there? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you pull out your, your new quarter staff, and I imagine you do like the weird like Dragon Age Inquisition thing where you like jut out the quarter staff every time you shoot a bolt of something. <laughs> miss, 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 miss! It's like you throw a Daft Punk concert at him and it all just misses, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> it is now their turn. The two that got weapons on you, or from you, are going to both double up and flank you so they get advantage. Perfect. And they have three attacks each. So let's see here. First one is a 16. What's your AC? 16. Yeah, so that's a hit. Second one is 11. That's a miss. Third one is a 16. That hits. Hit, hit, and miss. So four of them hit. So you take 16 points of slashing damage. Reduced down to half to eight mm -hmm. because you are a barbarian. As they just start clawing, you just... You, you can hear the horrible sound of just claws scraping up against the, mm -hmm. the plate of you. Um, it's not a great sound. I would describe it as someone putting a chalkboard in a blender. Sure. <laughs> and um, I laugh because it just tickles. Cool. Um, the cutting dude, he's going to use his cunning action to dash 30 feet to the side, so he's out of your melee range. God damn it. And then he... I just want to attack him opportunity him. Whatever you call it in this game. Yeah, it's attack of opportunity. Okay, this is He's game. <laughs> going to go ahead and shoot at you, Rosalind. You guys are having a shoot off. And that is a 11. Nope, miss. That's a miss. So he pulls out this gnarled hand crossbow, cocks it, and shoots it at you. You manage to just sort of move your live figure out of the way and it kind of breaks against the stone wall. You get this impression, however, that if it had hit, it probably would have messed you up pretty well. This guy it seems like he has pretty good aim. So quick production mode note, would the theme music for what just happened be more spaghetti western or matrix? Between these two? Yeah. Oh, definitely spaghetti western. So, <laughs> and there's like the... I, I definitely could see Rosalind being a 
very good shitty person cowboy. By which I mean like she's a good cowboy, but just a shitty person. <laughs> so like a spaghetti western. Yeah. I mean, it, is, did that come across as the compliment I meant it as? I don't know. You were talking about a fictional character. Okay. <laughs> and making a lot of but making a lot of direct eye contact. Yeah. So it's very confusing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like the character's fictional and neutral, but you also made a lot of direct eye contact. I grew up Catholic, so we don't really say what we feel. We just imply it a lot. So I sometimes forget that people don't do that. Anyway, enough of my baggage. Lizzie, back up to you. <laughs> Today we're all gonna share. Oh, I forgot that they all over. got advantage on you. So let me see if they any of them crit. No, no, no. All right, none of them crit you, so that's good. That might have been a rough tickling otherwise. Okay, so I get to. <laughs> Please don't. My put mom rough... used to say. Can I just say? Can uh, we make that the episode title? <clears throat> rough tickling. Maybe I will say, however, that I'm not putting in the YouTube search or the podcast search the term "rough tickling" for this. For obvious, they're reasons. gonna get the same people that do ASMR. <laughs> that's what you're gonna get. Yep, it's. Uh, hey, a click is still a click. Yes, yeah, that's. A view is still a view. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> while I can still show this to my parents, please explain what you're doing. Okay. Do I still get reckless attack, or is that a one use? You can, as you can, as you choose it. You can choose it at the beginning of your round. You can just think, oh, well, well, yeah, it's infinite. But again, when they, they like get, during the round, and they get a yeah. Okay, well, I'll it's, do it's it. for all attacks, by the way. So once you level up and get more attacks, you can still apply it to those attacks. Okay. So do I get to roll twice or no? Yes. <laughs> okay. Because I'm kind of like you know. No, that's cool. But I don't get to use sweeping strike. Uh, no, because you spent that, so you don't get the bet until you take a short or long rest. Who's, who's most wounded? You would probably say the second one, the one that was hit by Belaine. Okay. Through his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will go after him, because that is a logical choice. That's an 18. That profoundly hits, but also roll again if you're doing reckless attack just to see if you crit. Uh, can or I decide midstream whether I'm yes. okay with it? I'm okay with that. I, technically, you have to decide at the start of it, but I'll... I'll Say for, for this particular instance, that's okay. Okay. In the going forward. Okay. Okay. So go ahead and roll damage. Eight. Eight. Describe your kill. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I swing for his head and his head pops off <coughs> like a croquet ball. It just rolls across to the feet of Nick Cage. Okay. So you, I imagine because you're this is a what I call Yeah. Yeah, I imagine that because you have the weird robot torso, you can kind of spin around mm -hmm. 360. So he's behind you. You turn around and just sort of Babe Ruth style knock mm -hmm. a home run. It tears off of his head in this horrible, like, sporking noise. It kind of rolls near Nick Cage and near his feet. Uh, he does not look particularly uh, perplexed. Sporking noise. <laughs> Automatopias are hard, okay? Words I are... like Is that like a noise like of the fork and then like a noise? I like to imagine it literally just like you hit it and it just went spork. Yeah. Spork. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like a it's like a Adam West Batman sound effect. I see, just like a bubble. Spork. Yeah, exactly. This patient's being way more gruesome, like with the, the thing being loosened up with this whatever, just the, the top half of his skull. No, and the jaw was peachy. left behind, and then just like the top half. So he just has like a tongue though, just still like, ugh. Well, just top that's half the beauty like... of D&D. You can paint your own imagination picture with your thought brush. 
Uh, moving on. Uh, Ross cerebellum is still intact, so you can kind of walk around like a chicken for a few seconds. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Adrian. And he's okay. still trying to breathe. Oh, like, boy. Oh, God. Is that blood shooting the... out, and then he falls over. Do I need to let your boyfriend Zach sleep on my couch for a while? Like, is he okay? He knows all about this. He signed up for this. Rosalind? There's one by Lizzie that's almost dead. Uh, he does not look great. That is correct. Okay. Um, how far away is he? I would say he's about, from you, 15 feet. Okay. I'm going to run over and attack with my rapier. Go for it. And I will say that <coughs> since uh, Lizzie is engaged with him, he is flanked if you're going on the opposite side. So you would get this at advantage. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's 12. Go ahead and roll again because you have it at advantage. Nine. Can you use your check marks or anything to like? No. Believe it or not, their AC is only eleven, so it does hit. So go Ow. ahead and roll your rapier <laughs> plus your sneak attack damage. Nine, and then sneak is six. You, is full six. Uh, describe your kill. Well, I'm right behind him. I'm gonna just shove because rapier is just real thin, so it's gonna go right through the heart and through his back. Yep. So nice and clean. Classy. Yeah, yeah, like a chest burster scene from I'm Aliens. I'm a classy bitch. <laughs> He's trying to make it not classy. So just wash your mind with, with mind bleach right now of what I just laid out for you. No, this one's clean. It's gonna no, be it's just Disney like a, action flick. Yeah, like a needle. Like There's an almost Errol no Flynn blood. Flight. There's like nothing. Nope, just a needle right Maybe through the heart. Maybe he doesn't even see and it. He, you know what? Brain. He almost doesn't notice like, for a second. He he wants to attack Lizzie again, and then he's like, what? And he looks down, <laughs> and he's like, well, that sucks. <laughs> but then I pull it out, oh and he's dead. He can look- see all of his regrets as he just <laughs> yeah. pull out the sword. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's oh, like, I should have gone to college. I, my well, daughter. <laughs> I imagine he's more concerned. Like, you know what? I should have splurged and bought the brown pair of boots and the black pair. I was gonna say it's the, it's the <laughs> alternate life. He would have like he would have met his daughter on the porch mm-hmm. and they would have hugged and then he would have taken her shopping and he would have gotten those shoes he always wanted but couldn't afford. Right. And then like he gives and he's like, I'm gonna go to college and I'm gonna like make my family proud finally and not just be a henchman. Ugh. So he's dead. It's a Jacob's Ladder scenario. And then he's he dying. Just keeps going on with life. And he's like, bed. And he sees the whole family gathered around him. And he would have dead. gone fishing. And then he all, yeah, and then fishing. Then, fishing. And then, fishing. Finally. To fish. With Ed, like he always promised. Yeah, and now, now he won't. He won't read yeah, his grandchildren. He closes, he closes his eyes with his family around him and then wakes up with just a sword through his chest like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I have... I have profoundly lost any semblance of control I had over this podcast. Everyone's just death. Give yourself a check. Yeah, all right. Is there anything else you'd like to do after you perform this emotional and cinematic masterpiece? I was going to say, she went like, I'm going for the Oscar. I was like, Grindhouse. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what genre tray. Um, well, delivers us next. There's kind of like a little thing in the middle, right? Yes. You guys saw that there was, it's almost like a stone plinth, I'm, which upon looking closer like a, seems to be like a, some sort of cast or comb. I'm going to go position myself by it and I want to hide. You do have a bonus action, so go ahead nice. and uh, yeah. roll stealth. Got a 10. Okay, well, there's no hiding from Nick Cage dropping. 
he still sees you as you see. Yeah. As you action slide. Because he, he has giant you, bug eyes. Yeah, he gives you the giant bug eyes. <laughs> Alright. Yes. Um, Where are you going? I can't do a Nick Cage impression, my... for the record. Where are you going? That's Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? going? It's like we did that thing where he's like looking down like... What do I... You got is that against teeth. his yeah. per, uh, perception? Yeah, he rolled, uh, he rolled well. Okay. Alright. Uh, is that Valaine's turn? Valaine. Uh, Valaine's gonna try and use a javelin on the cage guy. And she fails. Uh, she hucks this very stout looking javelin across the room and... He manages to just duck out of the way as it passes over his shoulder and clatters onto the wall behind him. Uh, Dorn, you are up. Alrighty, I will try and Eldritch Blast this guy again. Make sure I'm, like, behind the lane. So, ooh, 9 plus 15. That does hit. Whoop, whoop, whoop! Someone, someone go ahead and write down. Dorn hits something. <laughs> Dorn hits something. Uh, 12. Nice. Yeah, you... Square up with your new staff, and you feel the the weight of it as you step forward and hoist it forward. Out of the eyes of it, the bolt of Eldritch energy shoots forward and smacks him right in the chest. You hear the like the popping of several ribs. He does not look pleased. Woo woo! Nick Cage, uh, troglodyte, uh, does not like getting shot, so he's going to strafe another thirty feet around you guys to kind of. Uh, keep out of your view, and he's actually like within 15 feet of you now, so you can pull out his hand crossbow and get a shot at you. That is an 18. Hmm, let me check my <laughs> let me check my AC real quick. Hmm. And I'm gonna. That looks like a 13 as in my AC that hits. All right, so your so AC's you, a 13. <laughs> so you take a total of 12 points of piercing damage as he hits you with his sneak attack as well. As you're like, yeah, I did it. Thunk right in the neck. Just ah, just a horrible barbed crossbow bolt just right in your neck. Mm, that works. Split it. No, I think I had enough red. Uh. Oh mm, yeah, go ahead. Um. So is Nick Cage the only one left standing? Uh, yes, you can you can appear. He seems very quick though. Can we start naming all of our enemies after celebrities? I can't condone or condemn this for legal reasons. <laughs> you do you. What would be the legality? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Some celebrities <laughs> are crazy. I say if they come at us, it can only be good publicity. I'm just saying, like, can we fight John Travolta next? Oh my god, yes! yes. I totally want to fight John Travolta. Yes. Try defeating this character first. <laughs> what are you doing, Lizzie? We're going to defeat John Travolta okay, is, and Hairspray. Is, is Nick Cage in... Can I reach him? If you uh, split your movement action, yes, you could rush up to him. And I can still hit him? Uh, yes. Okay, well, I rush up at him with my hammer... Cool. My talking hammer, and yeah, I'm going to try to hit him. Alright, go ahead and roll to hit. I'm gonna do advantage. So reckless? Reckless, yes. Oh, That's a natural 20. 20. I don't think I can do any better than that. So. No, you can't. <laughs> Unless you grow another uh, uh, side on that dice. Give yourself a check and go ahead and roll. I don't even know why I keep using my abilities, guys. My bone's on fire. Okay. <laughs> And you roll it twice because you uh, you crit, so that's three, um, three. plus eight. So, so eight 11. plus five is so no, it's eleven because you crit. Oh. So eleven plus five. Eleven plus five, sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. He looks 
profoundly wounded as you rushed up and you just kind of brought the hammer low, scraped it on the ground, anime style, then uppercut him in the just in the jaw with it. And his weird narrow jaw is now all weird and sideways now. He's just giving you the crazy eyes. He's still up though. I give him a look like uh, like what I did to his fellow henchmen is just a preview of what's to come. Hmm. Can you emote? Not really. It comes so up. It comes. Just... It comes up in text. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a projection on the wall, like through my red eyes. I was gonna imagine of a that replay it... of what happened previously. She's a recording that she plays in her eyes. Yeah, like you ever seen the uh, Wild Wild West? Oh jeez! <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. Kevin Klein version. No, we're done. This this campaign is done. Wild Wild West. You know that good movie, Wild Wild West. Will, the Will best Smith. Movie of our times. Didn't it win an Oscar? I think so. I think so. Oh, they should have just for the song alone. I feel like well, personally, well, well, that was easily Will Smith's best song. Like, right? Also, the amount of money they spent on that video. Somewhere. Probably more than the movie. Rosalind, <laughs> Rosalind, you go now. How far away? You go now, Rosalind. <laughs> Sorry, he's about to say fifteen to twenty feet away from you. All right, well, I'm gonna run up and attack him with the rapier. All right, are you going to try and get on the other side of him to flank so you get sneak attack? Hmm. Yeah, I guess I should. All right, so you will advantage. That was a natural one. one, so that was probably good. Probably not a good idea. And then a 14, Ooh. 20. Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll your damage. That was eight, so that's 12 plus my six. Yep. 15 damage. Describe your kill. God, it's just a rapier. You can't do much cool stuff. It's just all, it's all poking. Ooh, ooh, you can like. Oh, you know, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take my rapier. I'm gonna stab it through a stupid foot, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'm gonna grab him by the head and I'm gonna I'm gonna twist his stupid neck. I'm gonna break his head. And then when he's going down, I'm gonna say, you suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As he crumbles to the ground. Yeah. I like to imagine that when he does it, you pull out your flask, you take a swig and just pour it on him. Like you're pouring one out for the homies. No, I wouldn't do no, that. No, you shouldn't because, waste your alcohol. Yeah, why would I waste my alcohol? That's fair. As he just sits there and lays on the ground, he's not dead. He's just, he's just, his neck is broken and he's paralyzed and he's slowly suffocating. <laughs> yeah, it takes several weeks for him. It would take him several weeks to suffocate and die. However... A friendly group of travelers do come in and aid him and help him get back on his uh, on his feet. Unfortunately, then he gets chlamydia and dies. <laughs> it's a very long, elaborate... Yeah, no, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> give, give yourself a check and everyone else give yourself an additional check for, for blowing through this encounter because I rolled, like, hot garbage on initiative. I did good. Yeah, and also you guys made your perception check last time so they didn't get a surprise round on you. Because otherwise they would have wrecked your shit. Wait, just one check? Uh, one check for your kill, and then an additional check for the encounter. Oh, nice. Well, I have ten now. Well, I mean, technically eleven, but... Yeah, so now you have an inspiration you can use, should you so desire. But yeah, you guys have managed to lay these troglodytes low. You all take a moment, you're all a little battered Let's and Let's loot the bodies. You may absolutely oh, yes. loot them. please. Yay. So that would be an investigation roll. Hmm. My investigation, I don't think it's fair. Oh, no, it's pretty good, actually. I'm That's twenty. I'm keeping a lookout. Um, All right, go 18. ahead and roll perception for lookout. 19 for no. well, 18. What did Dorn roll for lookout? Oh uh, well, let's see real quick. 21. <laughs> 
Doran outside of combat, awesome. <laughs> Doran in combat, garbage. I like to imagine you, should... you have your head in a swivel until it reaches the part of your neck that has the crossbow bolt in it that you haven't taken out yet. You're just mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pull it out. You should take this moment and flirt with our uh, our new friend, Piranha. Roll, roll for flirting. Oh. I, for some reason, I have the word Piranha written down. So I don't know why. You you're, guys, just, you're just thinking piranha. That would be, that would be so dorn. <laughs> just trying to hit on a piranha. <laughs> what uh, are you doing here in these waters? You like to swim? I so, your teeth. <laughs> your teeth are real pretty and shiny. <laughs> so, Lizzie, you do find about six gold on them. The weapons you guys find, except for the hand crossbow, there's nothing really of note. It's just a lot of shitty loincloths, and you see the same weird corpse bane paint on them. The hand crossbow looks like it was its an old Republic model. You think it was probably stolen from the fort that you guys spent the previous night in. Can I just toss the hand crossbow to uh, me? To I use our bag of holding. Oh, do you want it? Yeah. Okay. Is it okay, any good? You. It's the same as the hand crossbow you already have. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of basic. <clears throat> but does it? Is it a Republic one? Yes. So I can put Republic hand crossbow yes. on my stat sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you give that to me and I'll put the other one there <laughs> so that I can have a Republic hand crossbow. So you're giving me just a regular hand crossbow? I imagine because... it's blue. Because Republic Mine's brown, color. and this one's blue. I would imagine, yeah, like, I will... It's blue. It, I'm, it's blue. No, it's fine. It's blue. I I'm, agree. I'm agreeing with you. I can't imagine it being anything but blue. Why would it be red? That's silly. What I was going to say is I based, I based the Republic and the Commonwealth off of the North and the South in yeah. the Civil War. So, yes, it would be yes. blue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you recognize that yeah. Republic made things mean quality. Yeah. No, that's... Yay. Okay. So we'll swap we, them out. I'm gonna you guys learn interesting lore stuff when the DM gets to talk. Um, <laughs> I just really wanted to be blue. <laughs> that's fine. I, don't know that's, I wasn't going to fight you on the color. I was going to get an explanation on it. It's blue. No, I it's was blue. just, I was very like, I was, no, I was like, this is blue. It's why like, is I'm that the, blue. why is that the hill you were going to fucking die on? That's what I, I needed know. a hill to die on in a blue cross. Her has no hills to die on. She's like, I need something to feel I, about. And I feel this should be blue. I don't know why. I just. Okay. She so. Be- we're, yes. You're basically Sorry, gaming no, right now fine. with a Reddit community that's like super fans <laughs> of a show, and we're like, those two better not be hooking up in the next episode. I swear to God, I'm going to quit this show, even though I'm 18 seasons in. Finally, I will this time. First off, the fact that you think we're going for 18 seasons really speaks a lot to your confidence, and I think... I, I, I think we're the supernatural of, you know, it's a slow burn, we'll never quite, you know, reach it, but we'll have a passionate crazy fan base and then anytime they suggest something we'll just ignore their suggestions we'll we'll pretend to entertain them then troll the shit out of them and kill their favorite characters except for the main cast of course Lynch is like so where do we go now are we going <laughs> anywhere <laughs> we just uh do you guys want to go in the triangle room uh I th- oh wait have we have we searched yeah, the room? Search you have not searched the room uh, in the slightest. You guys, <laughs> you guys got s- jumped. You guys want to search the room? I'm going invest- to search to investigate the room. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Okie doke. Eight. 
That was an eight. Nine, ten. Um, you find nothing. Back to normal rolling, guys. Seventeen. So, Rosalind, as you're looking through this room, you take a look back at the walls, and you do notice that the bas-reliefs and hieroglyphics that you had seen earlier in the other rooms that were much more sort of mythological and have like this pantheon of these sort of witch goddesses. This is much less artistic and much more explanatory. It has diagrams and illustrations of what appear to be troglodytes ritually dismembering the quote-unquote lesser races. Uh, one particularly grisly practice seems to be the removal of victims' eyes, which are then placed in some sort of well-like edifice for magical purpose. You also seem to notice that the strange-looking sarcophagus in the center has two small rivulets that are drawn on the floor, or carved into the floor, rather, and that lead up the side, and they have sort of this kind of caked maroon-brown, and then a lighter, wetter, slightly more maroon shade of liquid on top of that. Blood. I would definitely say that Rosalind knows what dried blood looks like. I would say without a shadow of doubt in my mind. Okay, but that's everything then? There are the, uh, the, the doors, but beyond them, that's all you see. Do you guys want to go north or east? Valene does like, go up to the sarcophagus and goes, if you check this for traps, I can lift up the hood if you want. Or the, the... I didn't know it lifted. Oh, yeah, I can check. Just another investigation? Yeah, I'd say investigation... That's probably your go-to on that. Oh, that's super good. It's <laughs> a nine. Uh, that's fine. Uh, you you take a look around it. You kind of palm underneath the lip of it. Seems all right. Valene, you give her the the okay, and or she piranha. just. Or Okay, look. I already fucked up scale beard slash silver beard. All right. <laughs> Now, this is a now we are just purposely messing them up. Yeah, yeah. See how that goes for you. <laughs> Valene basically just grabs it with one hand and flips it over, almost like you're changing a duvet cover on a bed. It just... just as, soon, as soon as I see them doing that, uh, Doran walks up and just like, ooh, what's this? <laughs> uh, when it clambers onto the ground in a deafening thud, I need you all to make a con save. Except you. This would not affect you, oh. Lizzie. Valene made that. 13. 15. All right, you guys actually both surprisingly make it as she flips over the tomb's lid and almost like some sort of horrible charnel beer cooler is a whole bunch of humanoid heads recently severed with the eyes torn out, all with very grisly looks of horror on them and the buzzing of flies and the stench of decay hits your nose. It's It doesn't take you long to realize by the racial makeup of these folks that this is probably where the rest of the crew of the offspring are went. Are Uh-oh. there dog tags? Uh, would you like to make an investigation check? Yes, I would. Lizzie, I feel like you should just like... <clears throat> uh, 20. <laughs> Describe to me how Lizzie goes through this this uh, wine cooler of death. Dorn has taken off his 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 head, uh, his bandana, put it on his mouth. Just like, it's just so gross. Yeah. Valene, it, he'd rather smell his own sweat. Than... Valene also kind of nods. She takes a step back. She kind of waves her hand. It's like she's at an old Navy sale and they have the table with all of the, the t-shirts piled up really messily. Just, just, and she's just looking for her size. Oh she's just looking for her size. For some reason, there's a million extra smalls, a large, and then a million extra larges. But people's heads. But people's heads. But it's skulls. And she's, she's just looking. She's picking up the head, looking at its features, looking at its eyes, looking under it. Maybe there's a serial number. I don't know. You know, because we have people we still need to find, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two more. 
Yeah, I don't know if any of them match the description on that list, because I'm sure Lizzie remembers, but I don't. None of these people seem to, I will say, none of them have any defining marks. The only tattoo that you see could be defining is like a horrible Mike Tyson tattoo mm. on the face of a dwarf that you recognize as the dwarf that you convinced to go up the ladder before you in the first episode and get killed. Well, he got decapitated, though. He, so they, like, did. grabbed his head and yeah. just, like, okay. Well, they need the eyeballs for their <clears throat> sacrifice. Yeah. I just want to point out that uh, Wait, Rosalind they... didn't, she didn't shy away, but she kind of, she kind of scrunched her face a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's she crispy. she wasn't as, she wasn't as uh, turned off by Wait, it. so they put the eyeballs in, like, an eyeball stew? Uh, you, do they slow cook those eyeballs? Do we see the eyeballs anywhere? You don't see any eyeballs in the current immediate area, except for the ones in your head and in the troglodytes' heads. But I don't know that. Only she knows that. <clears throat> what? Well, no, the diagrams are on the walls. Oh, okay. Okay, I don't know if it was part of that investigation check previously. Okay, so they put the eyeballs in a vat. They make an eyeball stew. I assume they drink it up for immortality or whatever. You just see the eyeballs go in there. You don't... You don't see any, I swear to God, Adrian. No, no, oh, stop turning this into an ASMR thing. My wholesome <laughs> DMV podcast is being tainted by, by just your, by just rummaging through by through your rough tickling. Like you're, at, you're at Old Navy. <laughs> your rough tickling and your ASMR and your, your old you need navy. Some eyeballs to you. Mm. Just like yeah, my uh, mom used to do. Doran's kinda like trying to stay back but also trying to look inside like is there anything good in there? So, <laughs> anything is, good? Uh, is, is there a bowl nearby? Um, not in the room, no. There, there's, it. it seems pretty sparse in this um, immediate so area. So is there anything? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, uh, it seems like the, that's the focal point of this room. So I emptied the thing of all the heads. Like I'm a monster during a Black Friday sale at the Old Navy. I'm just taking them up and just throwing you them on the ground. You are covered I'm, in charnel gore, by the I'm way. I'm just throwing them on the ground. I'm like, this hey, isn't the right one. Lizzie, this isn't the right Lizzie, one. This isn't the right Liz, one. Lizzie, uh, you don't have to go through all of them. But we have to find the people. Uh, well, we could just say they're dead if that's, if, that's, if we if we haven't found them. Valene goes, well, do we have anything to carry them all in? What, their heads? Yeah. I'm not too concerned. <laughs> I'm not putting it in the bag of holding. I, I. She sees goes, hey, shouldn't we use your bag of holding? No. Well, I mean, these people have families. We should uh, give them so, closure. No, they don't. Give them the heads. They, they do. No. No. Because I'm pretty sure, although we can store a lot of stuff in the bag of holding, that the smell doesn't stay in the bag of holding. Oh, uh, actually it does. No. It's an extra dimensional space. No. She, dead eye, looks at you, picks up the heads, and start, without breaking eye contact, putting them into no. the bag of holding. No, she doesn't. Which is attached to me, and I'm just like, oh god. Do you want to try and <laughs> stop this eight-foot Goliath? I would yep. love for that to happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to, like, grab it. <laughs> I've taken off the bag and gave it, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> So go ahead and make a strength athletics check. I well, I would when I do <laughs> no, acrobatics. No, you, no, because I'm gonna try pull, to do it. No, you're pulling it away no, from her. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to <laughs> grab the bag away from her. Hey, guess what argument legs. you're not gonna win? This one. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what you, you're trying to pull it not only from her but while Dorn is holding it. So you're trying to move all that orc weight. <laughs> I got a little orc weight. Wouldn't that be weight. like before she went to go do it? 
She, she, I told you she was grabbing it. Like you're, she's in the process. Well, I would definitely do that. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I am trying to get rid of, <laughs> try to back away as fast. Like, oh no 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 no! <laughs> I'm not trying to get in the middle of this. Four. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So she rolled a twenty-one culminative. So you're basically on her arm as she's just doing this, like a like a lemur. <laughs> Well, uh, well, we're, we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. She is lawful Dorn, good. Dorn, yeah, Dorn, uh, like, starts, like, looking around just, like, at everything else. Just, Do like, you take it off, or are you just kind of, like, there, like, at, in a baby at first, at first, she grabs it. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and, like, just take it off and just, like, walk away. Just like, oh, no, I don't want to be a part of this. She finishes putting all the heads in and then hands it back to you. The size is not altered at all. It's a bag. It's a magical space. There's no it's smell. Just, it's just more of like Dorn just kind of like holding a bag that has a bunch of heads in it. Just like. <laughs> he takes a second to, to assess what, what's going on and just. Okay. I'll just put this on then. This is like so many online dates gone horribly wrong. It starts so strong, and then one little thing comes up that you're like, oh, "Is there the uh, the other room or agree. the the triangle?" There are two rooms. Yes, there is <laughs> one. The, both of them have doors, so they're closed currently. But you can investigate them as you see fit. I'll tell everyone. Hey, let's head over to that door, which is the one that's uh, closest to you, Dan. Okay, it is locked. It is a big, thick locked door. Uh, Resident. Pick yeah, the lock? Yeah, be a, that would be with your lock picking tool, so it's proficiency you know, plus dex. I don't think I have a lock picking tool. I have thieves tools. Thieves tools, what did I, yes, I'm sorry. I, I don't know how to brain today. I'm losing control of everything. Mm, 22. Yeah, you are probably very salty at Valaine, and I, I just imagine you dead ass look at her as you perform artfully this lock picking thing and just ah, open it and just sort of walk away with your arms up like, but now, bitch. <laughs> or maybe not. I'm not taking control. You have agency over your character. No, I'm probably just going to open it and then step away from the door. Yeah. I'm, what pro- you- I'm not going to make any movements. <laughs> You've seen Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah. So step on the chair. I'm going to gesture, I'm gonna gesture the into the door. Are there any letters on the ground? Elaine walks forward. Like, all eight feet of her walks past you, and what you guys see is there is a pale blue light emanating from a massive stone water basin that sits upon a staircase that is just covered in the skulls of humanoids. Cool. No. Please don't. (laughs) I say that quietly to myself. I say, oh no. (laughs) Wait, it's a fountain? It's, It's like a water basin. Does it look like a human eyeball slow cooker? Are you walking up to investigate? Yes. Yes. As you walk up and you walk up the plinth, knocking over several skulls in the process, you look in and in this sort of glowing water basin, you see that there's just, you ever see that, that pasta that's all like a bunch of little dots that you sometimes put in like uh, chicken? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that called? Are they, are they the little ones that are like little noodly ones, but they're yeah. tiny? Mm-hmm. They're like... Is it like is it the ones that are like beads or are these the ones yes, that are like that the, are like little the beads like penne's but they're like tiny tiny, tiny. we'll say penne's it's like it, think of it as like a horrible penne uh, mm-hmm. pasta mm-hmm. lump at the mm-hmm. bottom of this pool just all different eyes. Mm. Ew. That's a spicy meatball. God, you were just setting that up. You were waiting. You were waiting. I could feel you were waiting on that. 
give yourself a check. I can't. I can't deny you that. No. 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 Uh, okay. Doran walks up and just kind of like, oh, what's an O? Ooh. Okay. Should we drink from it? No, no, no. I will say, Dorn, when you walk up, there is a slight thrum from your uh, your quarterstaff. Do you guys want to make an investigation check? Yeah, in the I'll, area? I'll make an investigation check real quick. I will also say you can make like knowledge, uh, history, other stuff, like whatever you want to What do I like. have? Uh, I'll make a history check, actually. Mm. Cool. You make a nature check to determine the, uh, the kinds of skulls. I'm going to do the nature check. God damn it. That's a natural one. That's a natural one. one. <laughs> 20 for my history uh, you check. Think Plus that, four. Yeah, no, you think that all these, like, when you step on these skulls, you think that they're probably just, like, urns or, like, clay things. You don't understand what human skulls are, I think. <laughs> so, Dorm, what did you roll for history? 20. So you see the reliefs that are detailing on the walls and basins seem to be detailing the story of this multi-eyed beholder-like witch creature teaching this ritual to Nosk, the serpent general priest. And in order to perform this ritual, you have to, it seems to place at least an eye in the ritual and doing so will allow you as you can see, just uh, drawn on these walls, to scry uh, past events. This isn't cool, guys. Um, I, I relay the information just like kind of like <laughs> to you guys in like kind of like a this is kind of a weird, kind of a big deal, guys. <laughs> what happens if we drink the water? Let's not drink the water. What happens? Let's. I don't want to. Let's not. Please, if you keep just one thing, please don't drink the water. <laughs> Will we be able to see things? I don't know. I don't want to see things right now. <laughs> I pull out my quarterstaff. I'm going to cast Detect Magic, actually. Uh, yeah, there is a strong source of divination magic emanating from this basin. Uh, very profound. There's some sort of harnessing of the symbology of the eyes, and the actual edifice itself seems enchanted with divination magic. Okay. Without actually putting it in the eyes, I'm going to slowly put my staff like close to the the top and just like maybe just like see if there's any reaction there. I mean, there's an increase in the uh, the vibration of the staff slightly, but beyond that, okay. there doesn't seem to be uh, any like in- increase in its uh, arcane nature. Okay. I think there's something not cool about everything. There's something in the bottom of this, I feel like. What? Like, what, whatever whatever they were trying to do, I think they got it. Should we reach in and grab it? I will say that it looks very, very deep and very full of eyeballs. Yeah. Should you reach... Do you want me to reach in and grab it? Should you reach your stick in? Mm, I... Maybe you should stick your stick in. I, I'm not going to stick my stick in anything. Uh, Rosalind, right, right now, Rosalind. Uh... You have a unicorn stick. Just like I, I know shove it's a it in uni- there. I don't want to just shove it in there. I just got this thing. I don't want to like taint it. Just as make soon a as... perception check, guys. <laughs> Twelve. Fourteen. Fourteen. Eighteen. It is not hard to tell because she's not hiding it well. As a Goliath, when she blushes, she turns like very dark gray. But all this like very obviously innuendo charge uh, conversation, like she's her body uh, posture and just general demeanor seems very uncomfortable. Like this does not seem like the same lady <laughs> that just face palmed you and sort of chucking heads into a bag. <coughs> this seems much more like uh, uncomfortable schoolgirl. 
the whole time Doran's just having this conversation, he's not even thinking about the innuendo. <laughs> just, he's just saying, no, I'm not going to stick my stick in there. Why would I do that? <laughs> just got this thing. Oh, yeah, Rosalind wasn't even thinking about that at all. She's just like, dude, stick your stick in the water. Just stick it in. Just shove we're, it. We're all just like, we're just like, I have a scraping this match and everyone's else like, <laughs> yeah, you don't care, Lizzie. I don't care at all. I'm yeah. just, I, I offered to help and I'm just waiting. Yeah, we all look at her. I, I look at her and like, I don't know why she's. I don't know why she's. Are there any there. rocks she's, around? Uh, yeah, there's like pebbles and whatnot and just. I'm gonna throw a pebble. Do you think Valaine is like all right. interpreting this as like, oh, he's such a gentleman. He won't just put his stick anywhere. Like, oh, he's so discerning. Hey, Valaine, so. is this anything? <laughs> does this mean anything to you? Oh, um, uh. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I know it's kind of overwhelming. <laughs> She's like, yeah, no, that's that's the way I would describe it. It's just, it's a lot to take. Um, mm, uh, I'm, um, maybe we should get some eyes. Huh? Maybe we should find some eyes. How find, about that? Find some eyes? Like, get some more eyes? Yeah. And put them in here? Yeah. What? I believe the creatures outside have some eyes. We could put those eyes in there if you want. Yeah. I mean... Okay. All right, so you just walk up, and like they're sock puppets made of wet jerky. You just start pulling the eyes out. It's just... Oh, shaboom, hey. Shabunk, shabunk, shabunk. <laughs> it's... I will say, there, there's that like, sort of null, slightly pleasant expression across this robot face as they just disengage. Yeah, I, like, I like walk, I'm like... Oh. So you have... I have a handful of eyes. You have... You have, Actually, go ahead and roll a d6 to see how many that you pull out. Because there were six eyes. Mm-hmm. Plus, mm-hmm. Two. Uh, you, you pop a couple, unfortunately. I do have those big mitt hands. You have big, big mitt hands. So a couple... You, the vitreous humor <laughs> leaks down your hands. This horrible, gross, kind of yellowish substance. But you get two eyes. Okay. Are these enough eyes? Okay. Oh... Boy. I don't know. Just throw okay, them in, I yeah, guess. Okay, yeah, toss them in. Oops. Very well. Toss right. them in. As you do, and the eyes begin to float, they look upward, and the irises of them dilate open. And as they do, light emanates from them. Almost like a projector screen, you can see this image just cast itself on the wall behind it. Like in Wild Wild West. God. American classic of our time. Damn it! <laughs> You've ruined the campaign. <laughs> this is this, this is the story of this is the story of Wild Wild West. You just realized <laughs> I was writing this when I was watching. Guys, Wild it was Wild steampunk. West. He said steampunk. I should have known from the very beginning. It's all coming together. There's a spider, a giant mechanical There's spider. A spider <laughs> for no reason. <sighs> okay. So what you guys see is this magnificent final battle being waged in this tropical landscape. You can see numerous scaled folk, lizard folk, kobolds, dragonborn, and this race of people known as tortle who unsurprisingly look like tortoises. You also see elves and other humanoid creatures, this ragtag motley crew of just random mismatched races all charging and as they're charging they're being led by this very handsome looking platinum dragonborn. Full sailor regalia, epaulets, captain's coat, the whole nine yards, riding a familiar steed, a midnight black unicorn with a quicksilver horn and hooves that you instantly recognize, just charging forward. 
As it does, on the other side of that battlefield, you see what appears to be an almost endless horde of rotting, militarized undead, and what appear to be uh, Yuan-Ti warriors as well. You also see some Medusa and Gorbans, other sort of serpentine individuals. And at the front of that particular group of warriors, you see fully decked out in this ornate looking dark black and gold trimmed priest's robe with a serpentine, almost copperhead like features. Someone who you can only assume that is Nas. And he seems to be riding this black nightmare steed pouring fire and vengeance. Everywhere its hooves hit bursts into flames. This thing is carrying hell with it into battle. The vision flips forward and you can see all of these creatures fighting. You see kobolds skittering on top of Yuan-Ti and stabbing them in the eyes. You see Tortle being overrun by hordes of zombies. You see um, several just motley looking drunk pirates just taking up like a, a bottle of grog and they pull back the hair of one of the zombies. And has anyone here seen Pan's Labyrinth? Yes. That scene where the general caves the dude's face in with the wine bottle? He just does that to the zombie. There's just like no artistry to it. He just goes <laughs> full ham on it. And in the center of this battlefield, you see both leaders on horseback trading blows with spell and blade back and forth. This horrible just cacophony of uh, arcane energy and martial prowess that seems to just thread its way throughout this battlefield. Eventually you see this Platinum Dragonborn land a very hard blow right on the clavicle of Nosk and wound him greatly and he staggers back on this horse and it walks back. As it does however, he holds his hand up and casts a spell. As he does, it hits not the dragonborn but the unicorn instead and as it does the unicorn begins to vibrate and disappear causing the platinum dragonborn to fall and sort of duck and roll and have to get it back on his feet when it disappears the four horseshoes begin to float upwards and then fly off into four different directions past the horizon do I, do I, would I be able to recognize which directions they were? Do you have a car permission in like cartography tools or anything? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. Give me a history check, but at disadvantage because you've never been to the New Fortune Governorship. You do recognize this just through the flora and fauna as the New Fortune uh -huh. Governorship, but you don't recognize this specific area. Yeah, it's three. You have no idea. As the battle ends, the event changes and can see a much more recent looking event you see a cave that looks like it's familiar in fact as you look it's somewhere you think that was in this bit like area like the stonework looks familiar in terms of the the structure and you see the huge beholder monster that attacked you before the two supplicant smaller ones floating but they have their heads tilted and they're I don't know if you can float and kneel at the same time, but they're trying. And as they do so, they seem to be speaking to this very tall, multi-eyed creature. It looks like a woman mixed with, it looks like a Medusa mixed with a beholder. And it's talk. does anyone here speak Abyssal? I do, I think, right? Yes, I speak Abyssal. All right, so you guys just heard this horrible 
you hear from this creature, Go out and find the engine for me. You will be greatly rewarded once you do. Find the what again? Engine. Engine. Okay. E-N-G-I-N-E. Mm. The vision then fades, and that is all. The eyes kind of lose their light and begin to just sort of fall to the bottom of the, the basin. Okay. Valene kind of slowly looks towards you and she goes, um, a lot of unicorn stuff in that. What's the question? Uh, look, I know we don't know each other super well, but is there anything you want to tell us? Uh, just in like, maybe just a, uh, uh, maybe just a quick explanation that I do recognize what that unicorn possibly might be. Um, so I may... This this thing uh, might be divine in some nature, and I was asked by some unicorn to find its hooves. Uh, four of them, saw the ones that split up, and returned them to him. That's all I have to tell. What's right the now. unicorn's name? Uh. Blessing was its name. That's really Their lame. Name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's pretty lame. I mean, I don't think it's lame. It's, it's kind of metal. Yeah, that's kind of how I can pew 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 mm-hmm. do all that stuff. A blessing is a gathering of unicorns. Thank you, Lizzie. So, is it more than one unicorn? Uh, I mean, it's kind of like a. Unicorn eye? <laughs> it's kind of like a Trinity situation, I assume. <laughs> More like unicorny. I, I'm kind of like left. Oh, God. <laughs> I, <laughs> Dorn walks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dorn walks out of the room and just goes, uh. All right. I guess things are a little bit more strange now. Um, do any. Do any we find ad- the engine? You found nothing that even resembles an engine. Like, do, do you mean from like the, your list of no, things? No, yeah, we found a we found an engine block and a rudder. <clears throat> yeah, still but... a propeller and gears. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. In that vision, the lady seemed to want to be looking for an engine of some kind. I do not know where in time and place these visions happened, but could that be our engine? <coughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh. Jinx. I would hope not. Damn. In which case, we are in trouble. But were we not attacked by eye creatures, such as the one in the vision? I mean, if I remember correctly from the fight, which it's all a blur, so I might be missing something, but that thing seemed to be floating off with a crate, right? We have the engine block. We should just search for the other items. Perhaps the lady has the other things. Maybe. Hopefully not. And hopefully, if we do find them and they have them, they are willing to give them to us (laughs) and let us go. Maybe we can probably uh, not, but <laughs> maybe we can talk them into giving them to him. Maybe we can trade eyeballs for him. They I like remember eyeballs. we talked about posing as a group of musicians, and then people would let us in. And maybe if we pose as musicians to this nice lady, I like that she idea. will give us gifts. Yeah, Let's keep that, that keep that in the back of your head, uh-huh. but keep your sword as plan A, plan B. Well, I'm a hammer, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> I just like look at us. It just kind of it, its head turns towards you. And it's big <laughs> robot like eyebrows just sort of just very like a V shaped angry. Dorn face. forgets that that was that that's alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that. Keep that as a plan B. Please do not misidentify my hammer. I won't. <laughs> I walk over to the the other door. Okay, okay. In the other door, that door actually is open. Oddly enough, it opens fairly easily, and you immediately dot. No, I'm kidding. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, did somebody check for traps? Yeah. Well, why did I go first again? Why did I do this? <laughs> why am I like this? Why am I like this? <laughs> That's his character. He's got you it. Just, have just, you, you have a rogue. You have a rogue. I just randomly. You go have first. two tanks. You have two tanks. <laughs> And a rogue. I'm the squishy guy. What? Let's all go to the... <laughs> You're the healer, and the person you healed most is yourself. Let's all go to get her ass kicked. Because my name is Dora. So Yeah, can we have an intermission that's like, let's all go to the movies, or like, go get some snacks? Sure. But it's just Dorn, like, let's go to get ass kicked. Let's go get, get ass kicked. So the Go get kick right in this next room. The poison trap. The walls of this area seem to be a prison pen. It shows a mural of snake folk using magic to take them in and out of these pits. You guys look into these pits and they are cylindrical and they are about ten feet down, and they have downward facing spikes all around them, making them very hard to climb, very rusted, gnarly spikes. There are four pits. Those of you who have dark vision can see to the bottom. They seem to be empty, except for one that seems to have what looks like a human man at the bottom. But the way his body is lying and the angle of his neck suggests that he is dead. Um, go ahead and make a perception check real quick. Twelve. Three. Natural one. Ten. Uh, yes, there's a super dead guy down there. Doing, there's spikes at the bottom, and there's a dead no. There, guy. There's spikes around the wall. Like the the bottom oh. itself is actually fine, but like you mean in the pits? The yeah, the pits basically the walls of the of, of the pits are spiked and kind of angled downward, so you can't grab on them. But they're um. basically there to like make sure you, if you're pulled up in any wrong way, you get kind of eviscerated. But the bottom of the pit itself is actually empty, save for bones and fecal matter. How deep is the oubliette or whatever it is? I can't imagine there's... 30 feet, yeah, you'd say. That might be a... Do you think there's any reason to go down there? I can't. Other than to check and see if that may be one of the crew members that we're looking for. Precisely. I care. Uh, we I were told really to collect those people. Uh, and I also care because I'm, I'm uh, not a monster. Also, I'm going mm, to care because I they're don't. larger than me. Why don't Why don't we load? Uh, Does anyone have a Ver, rope? Verena, Ver, Verdana. It's Helene. Yeah. Why don't we We should load you? Why don't we put you on the bottom of a rope and we'll lower you down? So you want the eight foot tall yep. warrior yep. to be lowered down and not your th- scrawny narrow ass? We have a warforge. <laughs> yeah. We have a warforge. So you want one heavy She's thing at the bottom and one thing at, heavy thing at the top instead of. Two heavy things anchoring the thin thing. Oh, I'm super not going down there. Cool. Okay. Um, Dorn, would you go down there? Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. I will lower you very carefully. <laughs> if I'm uh, <laughs> very precisely. Okay. Uh, I look. I look inside. I'm gonna cast light. 
Alright, what are you Got casting it. light on? Uh, I'm gonna cast light on, like, uh... Don't you have to touch it? Ooh, I have to touch an object, yes. You can just drop a pebble in, I'll say. I'm not gonna nitpick yeah. it super hard. Yeah. <laughs> drop it down there. Looking down, you see that in this... This man seems to have had a, uh, a satchel of some kind. And he has it on him. That might... We might need that. <laughs> Guys, uh... Fine. It might have gears or something in it. He might have rum on him, Rosalind. Ah, I don't help. Oh, as, 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 as you like doing that, hold up the rope. <laughs> you just, just from off screen, you just slowly start near the rope. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Tie the rope around. You might have alcohol. I stand on the edge. All right. But uh, I am definitely taking a swig of alcohol before. That's fine. Um, I'll just say. Um, uh, I'm going to drink. I'll, I'll say that uh, Valine gives you advantage on your athletics check to lower her down. Because uh, she's aiding you. Basically, she ties it around her waist, and the two of you kind of lower it down, scooby style. I'm just going to be the eyes, just looking yeah, down. Yeah, let's take that one. It's athletics, so 18. Yeah, it's kind of hard to angle because of the spikes, but basically, Valaine lets you lean out, like just holding you still, while she then kind of lowers you down past the spikes as you mission impossible your way. Just... Yeah, there's a lot of... Linking themes in today's session. <laughs> um, I'm just yelling up. Uh, I hate you guys. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In some I, languages, I like hate this. also means love. Not in this one. Mm. I don't have time to hate very, children. Very upset about this. <laughs> to lower you down. Go ahead and make a sleight of hand check to just see if you can grab the satchel without having to go all the way down. Twenty-one. All right. You managed to uh, pull the satchel off this guy, and as you pull it off. His body kind of flumps forward. You see a snake just sort of come out of his mouth. Just... Oh, it's Jeffrey. <laughs> I don't get the joke. There's no joke. It's just it's Jeffrey. It's <laughs> I named him. Just a snake. Named Jeffrey. I'd Let's... be like sleight of hand to take the snake. Wait, my character hates snakes. Never mind. That'd be animal handling. Ah, but Adrian likes snakes. Mm. All right, go ahead and make another athletics check at advantage to. to I want to while I'm going up. I want to oh, yeah. look through it. All right, go ahead. All right, I'm looking through it. Well, she has to roll athletics first to see if she she drops. <laughs> see if you get dropped. That is a twenty-one. So you get pulled up fairly well somehow. Uh, Lizzie starts playing elevator music from a, ch- a box in her chest as you come up. Oh, it's beautiful. The satchel seems to have three, I would say, football-sized carved totems that you kind of identify as the natural fertility totems that uh, were on the list of items that you guys were looking for. Um. Hey, got one of those. Or we got two now. Now we have... Uh... We have the fertilizer, and we have the totems. They are worth gold. Yep. There's a few. There's uh, three other things that we could again could get to. I was hoping it was like a. I'd find like a frisbee. There is also a frisbee in there for some reason. You don't know why. <laughs> but it's like one of those old timey like metal like <coughs> pie pan frisbees, but it still functions as a frisbee. Made of aluminum. Nice. Yeah. I'm just gonna put it Does like it in my edges? satchel hmm? for later. Does it have sharpened edges? Like a Xena Warrior Princess type. Oh my God! Yes, yes. she had one. Yes, of those. it does. That was a, no. That was her her chakram. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's an Indian weapon. Yeah, it's an Indian weapon. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> have I Wikipedia'd many random things late at night? Yes, I have. 
As you pull this up, uh, Blaine kind of looks to the far end of this room and she sees that there is a, a small alcove of this and it has what looks like a circle with runes written on it. And she's like, as she helps you onto the, the terra firma proper, is that something we should look at? No, this is my first painting. <sighs> that was okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> I start heading over and then I stop and then I grab Valaine and just go... <laughs> right. She she pulls out her, her horn club and she walks with you. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna hand over the satchel while I play with my frisbee. Oh yeah, I put it put it into the bag. I, I look at the, the rune circular thing mm-hmm. with my religion, which is a fourteen. Uh, I just wanna point out that I'm very sadly like Millhouse frisbeeing in the middle of the room where I'm just like I'm throwing it's like, it. In. It's like sad peanuts Christmas music yeah. playing like Can't a rest of the just throwing it, then running over to the other side, picking oh my it up. God. <laughs> no, that's depressing. Just and you have you only throw it with one hand because you're drinking with the other. So there's just levels of this that's, sadness. That's a shows a lot about her character. <laughs> just stubborn refusal. That says a lot about her than she's ever said. <laughs> yeah. Um. The religion role doesn't yield anything other than there's more similar snake iconography. You Snakes. Uh, would you like to Snakes. make a arcana check, Dorn? Uh, yes. Bring my frisbee over if you think it'll help. 14. Uh, this seems to be a teleportation circle. Ooh. Okay. The, the runes uh, appear to be the ability to transport things simultaneously. You think, just from your study of magic, mostly just through the study of how the creature you worship gets from plane to plane, you think this is a particularly short distance transport. You think if you just stand on it, it'll work. Oh. (laughs) I kind of sit there for a second. Blaine, do you trust me? I mean, make a persuasion check. I actually got high charisma. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, no, I don't. <laughs> roll? Uh-oh. 11. She goes, I mean, you seem nice, but you travel in... And she looks back to the gore-soaked robot and the frisbee-throwing drunkard. Questionable <laughs> company. <laughs> okay, I grab... I turn around and get your guys' attention. Guys, we're going to use this real quick. Do you need me to use this real quick? Do you need assistance? What is it? No, I grab, uh, I grab Valaine and step, just step onto it. Yeah, she, she's like, yeah, I'll go with you. That's fine. She, she, she is, like I said, she's lawful good. She will help you. You don't have to have to roll to figure that out. It's pretty obvious. You grab her by the arm and kind of step back and then she kind of steps back. She takes a minute and then she steps back with you because you do not have the strength to pull yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> and you stand on it for a moment and you guys see the runes slowly light up and then and they disappear. Oh my. And you hear somewhere else oh, I'm definitely going to look at Lizim. Just um, What do you think happened? You and Valaine are in a room that is completely devoid of light, uh, which is not hindered by your dark vision or a torch. I bl- let me check if Valaine has dark vision. She's like a Goliath. I forget. Um, it, unless it's pitch black. I think even with unless dark- it's magical darkness. 
yeah. Know. You can see in magical darkness. She is completely blind. Okay. She has, she's not a dark vision. Okay. She's like, I pull. I pull out the staff and I cast light on top oh, of it. She, yeah. She definitely <laughs> has her, her hand on your shoulder. She's like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. You. Um. It was pretty terrifying. Even it's more terrifying when you put the light on. You hear just a whole bunch of snakes exit the area. Cool, 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 cool. You hear in the make a perception hit to see if you hear that. If I hear snakes, that is a nineteen perception. Minus one, so it's an eighteen. Eighteen. Seventeen. Yeah, the two of you hear from the distance. I'm gonna look at Lizzie and be like, so. They're probably dead, right? Is this what ghosts are? Guys. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Guys. Yeah, I mean, like, like they're probably dead. We, sh- we should just go. Maybe they're trapped in the walls. Uh... I have the bag of holding. <laughs> holding, 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 holding. All right, fine, come on. Right. Um, uh, you have no idea where they are. Um, make, make a perception check. Both of us? Yes. I was just gonna step on it. Oh, you're gonna step on it? Yeah, oh, that's what they yeah, come yeah, on. I was gonna. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got their attention yeah. to look at us while we were while we were. Right. While that was so happy. you guys just step yeah, on. You wait a minute. <laughs> this light just encapsulates your vision, and then you see it. It ends, and you see Dorn standing there with a very uh, bright staff in this room. That is, um, you guys look around it. It is actually. Uh, it's somewhat derelict, and you see there's scorch damage, indicating that something very powerful was in this room, but it is decorated with the familiar patterns of onyx serpents with malachite eyes, and there is a small but very ornate prayer idol sitting in one corner. You also see that there seems to be a door that links into this room, and this room looks actually pretty full of interesting stuff. You guys want to give me uh, investigation checks? Yeah, I guess. Dorn, Dorn's Nat one. Natural one also. <laughs> I'm just playing with my frisbee. Six. Thank God for Valaine. She rolled an 18. Oh, God. I was so distracted by all the snakes. You guys <laughs> are just so distracted by you don't see the literal fucking mound of treasure around you. Valaine points out, like, guys, there's a lot of stuff here. And she points out that there is a jeweled flask of wine worth about 50 gold. I hand that to the... Rosalind. Or no. I just say. Wait, does it have to have the wine in it? It's full of wine currently, yes. But you can. But the dr- flask is. The flask is covered in, in gold. You can hear things sloshing about in it, so. Go ahead and write uh, jewel flask <laughs> worth fifty gold. It's like uh, just get that like to Rosalind now. you can drink the wine, and then you can buy more wine to drink. To drink. Nice. Um, she also picks up this very dusty. It looks like alligator skin tome that has a faint thrum of magic on it. She's like, "This looks more like you." Ooh. Uh, I go cast. Ahead, <laughs> get, go ahead. Uh, either cast detect magic on it, or uh, um, I would say make an arcana check. Uh, I'll just do a 16. So leafing through it, this is a spell book, and not a bad one at that. Uh, you don't have a spell book or the stuff needed to transcribe it, but the spells in it are the following. Alarm. Does this mean he can just make a car alarm wherever he goes? <laughs> like when he runs into a room ahead of us without us even being... 
mm-hmm. possibly ready. He just goes off like a car alarm. That means I can protect myself, anyone that's near me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or at least alert people. Next one is augury. Does that mean you can consult with yourself to be like, should I enter this room, Tome? And Tome is like, no, you should never enter a room alone. Hey, is it you are you? But what could happen? Yes. And then it shows you a vision. And the alarm And the alarm Because he's so scared. And then it's just like, oh, guys. And this also is the, the final one you found, which is uh, edition from Xanathar's Guide. And this is an actual one. It's called Ceremony on page uh, 151 of Xanathar's Guide. And one of the actual, I shit you not, at uses of this spell is you can marry someone. And it gives them and the person they marry a plus two to AC so long as they're within 30 feet of each other for the next month. Because true love, man. True fucking love. Aww. Gives you a plus you and two. You are gonna get married. But not to your heart. <laughs> but not to your heart. It what gives you a minus sense? two to your heart. Okay. And your pocketbook. Cool. Oh, tell yeah. me about it. Ladies always be shopping, right? <laughs> and dudes always be crashing on your couch. You also guys find just scattered around the room 300 gold coins. Whoever's keeping track of that. Uh, so many shoes. Uh, I'll put that in my. Oh my god, shoes. Oh my god, shells. Mm-hmm. So. Well, like sh- shoes, yeah. I don't know how to relate. Does she even wear shoes? She wears boots. She wears like big metal boots. I just. Hey, we don't really have money. She was do we? like shoeless. She, Wait, her this... armor is all like literally stone and bone, like actual like mammoth tusk almost. I just yeah, realized we I'm don't figured... really don't have any that much money. <laughs> I have 26 like, gold pieces. I have 32 now. Yeah. I have <clears throat> like 230 or something like that. Wait, what? How did you... No, I'm like holding it. Oh. <clears throat> the, uh, it's the, uh, just holding on I'm just it. holding it. For, it's like for the banks. No, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'll just I'm just it. holding on to it and Wait, wisely investing it though, right? in several yeah, very profitable, I'm All told, right. cannot lose investments. But I, did, I didn't have any before. Like, I barely yeah. had any... You know, you're having your Nigerian prince friend hold it. I was gonna say, can we can we invest our money if we ever make it to Bitcoin? A... There is actually yeah. stuff that I have that you can actually buy and invest in. So yes. Yes. Um, there you also find. Well, I can con. I plan on conning once we actually. Get you guys started. also. You guys also find. We can start an investment firm, okay? With our two powers combined, my calculating power prowess combined with your conning ability. Yes. I like it. Anyway, <laughs> you guys find what looks like a, a gold bird cage with electrum filigree that is worth 250 gold. It's real weird. It's literally a, a gold bird cage that has like filigree of electrum in it that's worth 250 Hey, we gold. can get this to a, a pair. Bird? I'm sorry? Is it a mechanical bird? No, it's just a, like it's an empty cage. No, it's an empty bird cage. Oh, okay. She, and Valene looks at you and she's like, are you thinking of giving this to our the, the Kenku? <laughs> No, no, that'd be that'd be in poor taste, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I don't. I mean, maybe he has a friend that needs a new home. <laughs> um, you guys also find. I well, look around well, for a bird. What, what was the worth? I'm sorry. Two hundred fifty. Two hundred fifty. You guys also find, and I'm gonna regret giving this to you because every time that this is an item that's been given to someone in my campaign, they find a way to MacGyver. The deck this. of many. Things. No. <laughs> You find, and with Detect Magic, which I assume you have on because of your eyes, you see this large jug with many different corks and stoppers coming out of it. And you, using your magic, you realize that this is, in fact, an alchemy jug, which can produce, I shit you not, several gallons of mayonnaise a day. There's like an entire list 
of stuff I can produce. It's on page 151 of the Dungeon Master's, or 150 of the Dungeon Master's Guide. It can produce wine, poison, acid, honey, water. Hey, I didn't. I, nope. I'm the only one that knows nope. it. <laughs> I'm the only one that knows about this right now because I, I have the eyes. Yeah, you can make an insight check if you'd like against him if you're trying to deceive people with it. 19 Whoa. plus. What's so 19? Yeah, do a straight charisma roll. No, it's deception. Or, or deception. If, you if you're on deception, it's a straight charisma roll. Yeah, I was. I mean, I'm not trying to like hide it. Uh, six. Yeah. No, you you see his lights. His eyes light up at this. Oh. Yep. I'm. I'm gonna. I want to take that from you. Whoa, 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 whoa! You don't. You don't know what this is. This. Is... It looks important. Yeah, it looks important, and it looks like it might be like useful, and also, you don't know how to use it. I'm pretty sure I can figure it out. I'm gonna grab it. What is it? That would be con- that would be contested. I'd say athletic, uh, acrobatics checks. If you're trying to snatch it out of his hands real quick, yes. Can I do? <laughs> can I check what it is? Oh yes. My gosh. Ah, that one. Was it investigation? <laughs> oh, ooh, I got low too. <laughs> investigation to see what it is. Yeah. Yeah, you figure out what. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's fourteen. So. Yeah, you figure it out. And what'd you roll? Uh, seven. <laughs> and then that once you man, you somehow all the years. <laughs> it's like it's like Can a child. <laughs> no, I like to imagine that it's all the years of being bullied. When you turtle up, you're like turtle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you just like. Okay, when we when we get back onto land, we'll we'll figure this out, and we can all experiment this together. What is, is it? that a deal? Oh, no, I super don't like that. What is it? But I's I'm gonna salt and play with my frisbee. It's called an alchemy jug. It's it's, it's a, an alchemy jug. Make a a knowledge uh, arcana check just to see if you. I'm putting that right into the bag of holding immediately before anyone. Uh, okay. Eight. You have no idea. It sounds I, like some nerd shit. I rolled a natural 20. You know exactly what it is. It's a jug of hey. alchemy. It can make any number of liquid substances, ranging from wine, mayonnaise, oils, poisons. The uh, list goes on. So you were going to keep the wine-making machine from it's, me? It could like maybe like helpful as in like poison, or maybe, it, maybe, maybe who knows, it could make some healing potions. I'm pretty sure wine <laughs> is more important. Okay, you already have your you already have your wine jug. You yeah. Well, what if it runs out? Then we will all together. We'll get, we'll get some wine. We'll have like a day overall, just like drink wine together. I don't. I don't care Let's, if you drink wine. I'll just hold on to it because it could break. We both know that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself a check. You say menacingly as you drink some of your your gnome brandy. <laughs> you already have a ridiculous amount of alcohol on you. <laughs> You're just like pulling alcohol out of like boots. It's like we're that's not the same flask you had earlier. <laughs> Do you want to read off Adrian all the stuff it can make? Sure, it can make acid. Basic poison, beer, honey, mayonnaise, oil, vinegar, a nice vinaigrette. A Aww. nice vinaigrette. What if you want to sell it? Water fresh and water salt and wine. What if we need water? We'll die. What if we need wine? What if we need wine? <laughs> or beer. Uh, or honey. I'm just going to just continue. He's got, <laughs> Jordan's going to continue walking. Or uh, you also find, for what it's worth, one <laughs> potion of greater healing, which is which will heal. Woo-woo. 
4d4 plus 4. Uh, Doran walk over to the uh, the, the, the door. Okay. Is that, if, if, is that everything we found? Whatever, uh, that uh, seems like, to be everything. Snakes. I mean, there is, was that small prayer altar, but that is very obviously to Gux. Gux, Gux yeah. Yeah, so you you're, you kind of take a, a long way around that, and you I'm like, open the door, and... Is Gux bad? Is it worth money? Very much bad. Uh, it is not worth money, you don't think, and yes, Gux is bad. You think that this entire temple construct is, in fact, dedicated to Gux. Oh. I wonder if I prayed to him for more wine, if he granted. Please don't. Don't do that. Please. One thing. Don't do it. Please, God. Please, God, don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a... I don't have a God. Maybe if I found one that gave me wine. You open the door. <laughs> um, uh, all right. You see, as you open this room, what appears to be a very old throne room, um, which seems to have been retrofitted into this primitive den for the trogs, as indicated by the horrible smell and filthy surroundings. The grandeur of this once ornate, wall-carved, beautiful area has been thoroughly dampened by the presence of these lizard people, as apparent by all the blood and awful-filled graffiti that is covering them. Uh, several nests used by the trogs remain intact, though one has an old metal pot in it that seems to be filled with water. That seems to be the vast majority of what you piece together in this room. Also, I will say, having opened the door from the inside, turn the knob, you hear a clicking noise, and you see opening, and as you open it, you notice that where the door was, there were several small holes. And you think that opening from the inside prevented something bad from happening. Which is good, since you literally led the charge through that door. <laughs> I was going to open up a door in this door again. Hmm. Dorn, open up doors. Uh, Should we go through the... I'm going to investigate the graffiti. Like, try to figure out what it says? Yeah, figure out if it has any significance. You do speak abyssal. I do speak abyssal. Um, is there something I should use, or...? I will say, give me an intelligence roll, but at an advantage, because you speak abyssal. That's a natural one. That's Fifteen. Plus your intelligence. Plus my intelligence, which is... My intelligence is fourteen, but it's two, is yeah. the thing. So seventeen. Um, looking through, you get the impression that the trogs are not naturally literate. <laughs> you get the impression that they were taught this iconography kind of in the same way you teach a dog to sit. Like, there's no context for it. They just know to make these symbols, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's just like kind of letters, kind of almost. Essentially. They, almost little hieroglyphics. Basically. Yeah, they, they kind of spell out something. The, the most cogent one it's horribly misspelled, but it, it says the enlightened one. Hmm. Cool. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be something like cat. There's a snake. <laughs> does uh, you said there's a the thing of water? Do I know? Wait, do I know what enlightened it? one is? Do we already know this? Make a etymology history check. Sixteen. You think just from context clues, it's referring to that many-eyed. Which creature? Ah, yes, the creepy one. Ones with the there's like a torso one, and then there's. You think this is the many-eyed one, the one that looks like a be beholder and a Medusa combined? Squishy friend. Not cool. These creatures seem very, very fond of the eyeball thing. Okay. I don't want to see any more eyeballs. Also known as the enlightened one. I'm gonna walk over to that uh, thing of water and see if it just has any. Give me an investigation check. <coughs> 18. 
rummaging around through like is it's basically like a campground. It's like a horrible primitive okay. campground of flotsam and jetsam that have been sort of heat what. In Girl Scouts, whenever you make a fire, you always have to have a bucket of water nearby in case the fire gets out of hand or to put out the fire. Because you that should always not... be prepared. And I'm just picturing that they also aren't scouting. Yeah, no, the trogs have a girl. No, the trogs <laughs> like the don't only have... Thing. They have little trog scouts? They, there are no trog scouts. I can't yes and that as much as I'd like to. <laughs> there are no sashes anywhere. These ones got their writing badge and yet so adorable because they can barely write. There, there's no there's no fire pit, I will say that much. Okay. The pot, which does seem Republican make, Mm. Uh, it's full of water, and as you kind of make your way through this campground full of like half-eaten rodents and odds and ends, you see what look like several frog-like eggs in the pot. Ooh, no, no, no. Uh, how many? About five. Should we alien this and just poke them? Oh no, I saw Prometheus. <laughs> they're so cute. I'm not gonna, but heat but they're the so pot. cute. No, we should not, probably boil the I'm not, water. I'm not going to be the geologist that got that got trapped inside of a. Let us take off our helmets. <laughs> can anybody? Uh, can anybody produce fire right now? Uh, I can produce. Ooh, actually, I can. Why don't you produce fire and boil the water and cook them? Oh, not 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 in that kind of way. More of like a, a sacred flame. <laughs> more of kind of a obnoxious flame. <laughs> I think that might work. More no, like, yeah, like use the holy gifts. fire to burn the children. Wait, I have, I have an adventurer's gift, don't I? You do. I'm just picturing like a Spencer's gift, like a fake wait, fire, just like. I don't have an adventurer's kit. Do they have? I have a disguise kit. Uh, I'm gonna can I do a nature driver. check and see if this is like towards Torture. the end of the cycle. Can I do or a they... nature does anybody does do any of us have adventures kits? Uh, actually, I think we do. I I got an eleven on nature. We have. I think we have. Adventures. Oh, don't we have one? We have survivors kit. Survivors kit. Can I use that? I'm gonna. They, it does have a flint and tinder. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and use that and make a fire and boil the water. What are you gonna use? What are you gonna use? What are you gonna use? Is kindling? I mean, there's lots of flots and jetsam just around in the room. Yeah. You should make sure to separate the three different piles. Okay. I'm gonna make a fire before we make a fire inside this closed-off room right now. I prefer not to pass out. No, I'm making a fire. Can we? Can we? Can we not commit in a like? Nope. Okay. You know what? I made a fire. Yeah. Sure. Is there another door in this room? Uh, yeah, this? there's uh, what looks like an open door out to uh, a, a It's a big air. space. Yeah, it's a big space. Okay. We're not going to die. I'm going to... Actually, I'm, I'm going of to examine fire. the, uh, the, uh, the throne. Does it, does it look like fancy or is it just like a regular just throne? This, it's, it kind of strikes you as weird that none of the trogs have approached this. And you can kind of, as you approach with your like omni-detect magic... There's a definite thrum of intense evil that used to be here. You get the impression that Nosk left an impression. Okay. Don't, it, don't. it is definitely ornate and full of gold armrests and jewels, and it's very ostentatious. Okay. So it looks like it's like, hey, touch me. See what happens. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Go on, touch me. What's the worst that could happen? There's also the back of it is a, like a hooded cobra face, and the, the mouth of it is like right above the seat cushion, like oh, that open. Looks, that <laughs> looks like a saw death trap. <laughs> yeah, it essentially looks like a 
some metal as hell sawdust. Please trap. sit in me. Yeah. But is there like a little piece of candy just sitting between its fangs? <laughs> um, like I'm like, little... I'm not gonna sit in that seat of candy. Ooh! <laughs> uh, or door. Rosalind, it's go... a door right there. Oh, Rosalind, go ahead there. and make a survival check to get this fire going. Is, is my 11 not enough to identify the eggs? Nine. Alright, it takes you about 20 minutes of just. You know, trying to, to use the foot and tender, stopping, go, grabbing some more, like, smaller, thinner debris, lighting it, just going back and forth. You finally get it going. You would take, like, an hour for it to start boiling, but you have this fire underneath this pot. Cool. Well, we boiled the eggs. They're dead. Cool. They uh, will be. Don't touch that. <laughs> just point to the throne. <laughs> I just point to the throne and quickly say, don't touch that. And I, just keep I walking. Didn't. Did you touch it? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. But we killed him. Ooh. <coughs> um, ooh. Wait, what was the thing that a pair wanted? A mace? It, looked like it was a sword. It looked like a... Uh, I thought he wanted a mace. It was like a, was a scimitar? I thought it was a sword. Yeah, it was a sword. Oh. It looked like a scimitar. S- mm-hmm. Okay. We haven't seen anything like that yet. You have not. No. Okay. Just want to make sure. All right, do we want to go into so the main had... room or the little caverns? Well, let's, let's just go down that hall there and just, because uh, so we're going we're gonna to end in that main room anyway, so mm-hmm. let's walk in there. All right, so we'll... Yeah, I'll start walking forward and then instinctively grab Valer and just play... Valane. Valane. I keep saying Valer. Piranha. Now, Piranha. You're, now you're making me forget. <laughs> Valerie? I try Valerie. so hard Valerie. to make memorable NPCs. Belaine. Well, memorable names would be like John, Daisy, oh, Valerian. Yeah, I think like that's why I said Susan. Valerian because of that. You're like weird Valerian. Name. You know right? that that good movie. Remember Valerian. that? Remember that movie that was like, I will a huge say hit that we can't erase from our her minds. Her personality, like I have like a mental image that's very memorable. It's just hard to remember fantasy names. Yeah, that's fair. That's true. Think... Fantasy names are super hard to remember. We should have like a screen that's just like all the names. Like you know, or even like, you know, like events today at the conference and they just have like yeah. little like letters. Well, to be I don't... like the people you have with just... you today. I don't know why like, for some reason. You're looking I have for. The it's, word Piranha. It's spelled the name Piranha. Spelled V U L A N E. So you, you make your way through this hallway, which there's sort of a fade in terms of like the awfulness of the Trog daycare camp mm-hmm. into a much less shitty environment as you enter a very large room. And in this very clearly sacrificial room, uh, you see the Bosleafs tell a story of Nosk acting as an intermediary between these strange witch monster creatures leading their armies and running the day-to-day of the cities. In doing so, he becomes sort of a power behind the throne. And you see that where the rivulets in the throne room let out earlier, because there was sort of the place you walked in, there was an incline up a ramp. You see that there is, coming out of a snake's head, a pool of blood in the middle of the room that is dried and coagulated and looks almost like a giant scab in the middle of the room. Um, There are numerous pillars wrapped around this area, and it looks uh, pretty grody. Go ahead and also give me a investigation check. That does not count. (laughs) Six. There's not booze here, so you don't care. Uh, Let's see, investigation. Fifteen. Fourteen. Fifteen, twenty, or fifteen, fourteen. She also likes treasure. Yeah, you, I would say... You notice... And scarves. 
There was a room full of treasure that you didn't notice. Well, you rolled the natural one, so I can't get on you for that. <laughs> you guys see that on the top of where this, where there are all these carved ornate snake heads just sort of leaking blood, you see what appears to be the body of what looks like another dead humanoid. Fairly fresh, you assume offspringer. And you also see sort of behind that as you step towards the far end of the room, there seems to be at the very top another teleportation circle where this thing is, but there's no staircase or any mundane way that seems to be to ascend this structure. You'd have to like climb it or fly or do some sort of other chicanery. Oh, I can fly. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> we, all, we all look like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> the three of you just all kind of look at this drunk bitch, and you're like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> you could fly this whole time? <laughs> no, but you guys believed me for a second. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie, I did. I, I'm not proud of it, but yes, I did. Okay, so, okay, there's this teleportation, teleportation circle up there. Do you want me to teleport and then tell you where it goes and then come back? There's a dead body up there, so I'm kind of skeptical about that one. Can I see, investigate the dead body? Or is it too far? It's it's about 15 feet above you. Why don't you lift me up? Okay. I, I will say that she can give you advantage on an acrobatics check to climb. Alright. Two. And... Twelve. All right, so you try and do what I would imagine is a very cumbersome a medieval steampunk fantasy version of like a cheerleader lift, like one, two, three, go. You do it like six times before it actually takes. And as you climb up, you end up getting covered in the blood dripping down from this thing. So you're That's just a badass. You're just a horrible like carry mess right now. Like Or more appropriately, the descent. Yeah, or the descent, I think, was probably more accurate. So we're in a cave. The two of the, half of the party is now covered in blood. Which <laughs> but, half? Yeah, you and Lizzie. Because Lizzie was messing with the, the corpses earlier, so. Gross. Yeah. It, it doesn't smell great, uh, but you're too drunk to care. Uh, it does get in your hair, though. I don't think she... I don't, you're buzzed. My character doesn't care that much anyways. Yeah, that's fair. You, I'm just going to paint my nails with the blood, sorry. If I had nails yeah. with the claws. Yeah. Because <laughs> women be shopping. You do get up to the corpse. Human male, mid-30s. I'm just going to push him off the edge Asian. and let them, ex- let them look like at it. looks like he has it. a 401k. Yeah, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to push him off. What? It lands so ugly. It is so... I don't know. Why would you do that? <laughs> His head just pops like a ripe watermelon. And now you are just covered in just fitted pain. I just imagine just like, I just imagine just like, okay, she's going up there. (laughs) What? Why would you do that? So now. I figure you guys could take a look. Now three of the four members of the party are covered in blood. A walkover. A walkover just like. Let me know what you find. Just like muttering under my breath. Just. Searching through his pockets or any identification or anything. So, you find, looking through this dude, five pieces of gold. You find a lot of lithographs of this guy and his dogs. Aww. <laughs> that, what kind of dogs? That's yeah, what gets yeah. you? That, that's the line. That's the oddly fucking specific line we draw. He has... She's not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> He has. Uh, She's just apathetic. 
She, he has a Labradoodle, a Pitbull, German Shepherd mix. Aww. What about a Corgi? He has a, no Corgi, but a wiener dog with Corgi, <sighs> um, like, sort of coloration. I literally I'm just so happy that he had, like, then. a little... Because they, one of the lowest jobs, you had to have someone who turned to spit in the Middle Ages. And a lot of times it was given to, like, small boy or small boy child, whoever was the lowest on totem Small boy. But they, also, yeah. they also had, like, one for a dog. They'd spit dogs. But they said that was the forerunner of Corgis, actually. Corgis were the... Like a hamster all day. Corgis were actually um, the first, like, uh, Welcome bred, to Corgi Talk. Uh, Corgi Talk. They, they were the first bred, like, sheep dogs because they were so oh, really? low to the ground oh. that... Um, like well, sheep and stuff wouldn't kick them; they would kick over them. You also find on this body, looking through, They're just cute. Okay. You find they three tomes, three books. The first one you see is a book that has what appears to be an anthropomorphic owl bear. It is he's wearing what looks like uh, an open pirate blouse. There's a sunset in the background, and the oh, wind is like blowing novel. through his, fe- his feathers. And he's holding a beautiful buxom woman <laughs> bodice ripped open. And the title of it reads, I'll bear back you all night long. And you think that this is some of that rare first print erotica that you were supposed to find earlier. You know what I love about corgis? Is they look like little fools. <laughs> they do, don't they? And they're they? so eager. Yes. Like, they're just like, I just want to be your little footstool. And you're like, oh, you're so delightful. Oh, I saw something online that they have these little mouse pads with little gel pad, like, corgi butts. What? Yeah, so that you, your hand, your wrist can rest on, like, between their little butt cheeks. So, I'm going to go ahead and call the session right now. <laughs> that everyone... Um, I'll bear back you all night long. Yeah. Um, Flump on a log, Manticore and Manticore. Yeah. Found those. You find all three erotic novels. Um, and uh, I will go ahead and end our session there. Uh, will our team be able to navigate the rest of Nosk's hold? Will we get derailed by more? Yes, we're going to get derailed. I'm just, I'm not even going to bother finishing <laughs> Find out next time on Disasters and Dragons. Disasters and Dragons Episode 5 was produced by Daniel Burke, recorded by Adrian Miller, and edited by Adrian Miller and Claire Schlack. Disasters and Dragons theme was written and performed by David Barry. All other music was written and performed by Claire Schlack. Thank you for listening. 